Ah, it's gotten time. April 7th, 2022. Did you step on your testicle before you said that? <laughs> I stepped on my own testicle. You know, it's not easy to do. It's uh, I've been stretching a lot recently just to try to, yeah, taff, laffy taffy balls you have here. Yeah, that's what you need to have in order to step on your own testicle. It's true. Um, bro, pod, fa, blah, 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 blah. What's today? I almost said February. April 7th, 2022. A lovely Thursday Eve. Coming at you from Studio A and Studio wait, B, wait, respectively. Bef- before we get started, what yeah, the sure. fuck is going on with your hair? I don't know. I lost track a long time ago <laughs> of what's going on with my hair. It is, as you they say, insane, out of control. <laughs> I mean, I was just like playing with it before we started recording, which is probably why I look like a disheveled homeless person. That's right. Not a homeless person. A disheveled homeless person. There you go. Is that you better? You actually what you look like. Is uh, no, that does not better. Oh, um, God. If anyone's seen, this is a super topical reference, but if you've seen, um, shit, uh, I do not I look like shit. The name of the but movie, thank you. Oh, <laughs> kind of, um, we can Forrest Gump when he oh. uh, becomes a long distance runner, <laughs> yes, super long, scraggly hair. That's what you look like, and a giant beard. Yeah, that's not that. How's that look? <laughs> anyway, uh, um, not good. It's interesting though, as as terrible as it looks right now, because I ran, I haven't showered. Like it's just it's it's a mess. I can make it look pretty decent. I've got products. My wife got I, me products. I don't believe you. Just I'll like, tell you what. After I sure, after I sure tonight, wait, I will. Wait, what is? Hold on. Before, what does pretty decent mean? Like what respect, like. like uh, as an you example, do a comb over like you're doing right now. <laughs> no, I don't. I just let it fall. We do. We had a we had a, a a client in the office. I guess two or three weeks ago, and obviously, <laughs> obviously, my I have not had my hair cut in like two years, and and I like hung out all day with the client. Like it looked decent enough that I went to work well dressed and hung out with uh, one of our you know premium clients. And they didn't say Premium anything. Premium clients. And my coworkers didn't say anything. Not that they necessarily would, but I feel like somebody would. And nobody said anything. <laughs> I'm just looking at myself. You, I probably shouldn't have. You look like a moron. I should not have. Great pod, put, by the way. Put this phone up like this so that I can now see what I look like as I'm messing with my own hair. Anyway. Um, so I wanted to start by first of all saying... Welcome back, Todd. You were on the oh, West Coast last week. Well, and could not make the uh, could not make the pod. There's a rumor that you actually you were um, last Sunday, Sunday before last. You were you were a seat filler at the Oscars. Is that true? Sure. Yep. Yeah. So you had a front row seat for uh, the slap heard around the world. Is that accurate? Yeah, I gave I gave a. Uh... Mr. Smith, a high five before he went up there. And I was like, damn, that hurts. Yeah, big Willie style. Yeah. yeah. A high hey, five. Was that my oh. microphone that was making all that noise? I didn't even hear it. So, yes. Was that me a wrestling? Huh, Could have been. Um, is that you or is that me? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't hear anything. I hear a wrestling noise. There's okay. no wrestling. Is it the wire for your ear? I don't think so. I think, it was, I think it was you. Whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. It Sorry, go ahead. Could be static from my insane PTI. Hair Pardon the interruption, there, folks. Thank you. Um, so you were on the West Coast last week. 
the pod that was uploaded was The Wife and I, the very popular show, The Other Half. We gave our birth story. So if anyone's interested in that, just go to the BroPod Network and you can hear Jamie and I talking in detail about the the 48 hours of around the birth of our daughter. Um, the ins and the outs. We didn't go that far back. Hi-yo! Um, <laughs> but no, we... Uh, <laughs> So that was good. I'm and then, them up and you're knocking them down. <laughs> I mean, that was just... Oh, my God. That was way too easy. And then on Sunday, this past Sunday, I made Sunday. a guest guest appearance on... Oh, I, I saw you're cross-podinating. Yeah. It's like Golden Girls and Empty Nest, except actually good. Um, I did... Uh, I appeared on Debatable. with Kurt and Rhino on, uh, on Rhino's, the Rhino and Kurt podcast. Which you Rhino and I, is the fellow that we did a podcast yes, with? Yes, you and I had done a pod with Rhino a couple of years ago. Uh, this is the new incarnation where his good friend Kurt, who's also a friend of mine, is on there as well. And we did that Sunday morning. Uh, and it was a good time. We had a RGT. Uh, real, real good time. I'm also going to be out next week. Jeez Louise. Traveling Spring man. break, baby! Oh, and what's happening? Maybe we maybe we can pre-pod. Stop fucking touching your earbuds. That's what is I that hear. what it is? Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Where, where are you going? Uh, we'll start there. We have no topics for tonight, except for the Will Smith. New York City. Skyscrapers and everything. Um. So the whole fam's going for a whole week, huh? Uh, five days. Not a whole week. Yeah, you, you uh, taking it's the ex- a cello? It's expensive there. No shit. You taking the no, train up there? We're taking we're taking the car up there. Okay. What's on tap? Because I've train been tickets are times. not cheap. Uh, let's see. Let me open my notes app and I can read you the agenda. Oh, you have an itinerary. Well, sort of. Is this let's a Monday see. to Friday? Gonna, what you said five days. So let's it, start we, there. We're we're getting there Sunday eve, and returning Friday. Friday. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we'll stay most of the day Friday, but we'll drive. But we will not. You'll be not be staying that night. night. Gotcha. Smart. Yet. Um, wow. All right, my thing's taking too long to update, so I'll just read it off. Okay. <clears throat> um, we are planning we go. on going to the, the Statue of Liberty. Okay. You may have heard of it. I have not. Is that new? Yep, it's a new. Okay. Uh, Two hundred years statue. old. 140 yep. years old. It's yeah. green. Uh, we're going to do... Going to go MoMA, Central Park a couple times. Central uh, Park like a couple times. World Trade okay. Center. Yeah, we got, it. we got it on the list a couple of times. Oh, uh, we're going to go to Hudson Yards, see the vessel. Okay. Going to try and take in a Broadway play. Oh, You're going to second act it, cow. sneak in with the smoke breakers? Or are you going to legit pay for a no. ticket? I'm sure you can't do that anymore, but I know we're trying, what, we're uh, hoping to get cheaper like day of or near day of tickets, but we'll what's see, even playing nowadays? Really fucking expensive. I have no idea. Uh, apparently Lion the King? Lion King is, is the show okay. to see. Although That's our kid, my kids are not know. interested. They're like, Oh, I've seen the Lion King. I was like, you haven't seen it in the theater. You spoiled fucks. So, uh, we're going to have dim. Todd sum. loves his children. And maybe go to the Guggenheim. Lots of stuff. Museums, uh-huh. pox, 
see the city, maybe do a little shopping. Oh boy. Record little, shopping for me. A little Madison Ave, probably, a little Fifth probably Ave. Not. Yeah. No, probably not. Um <clears throat> So have so the, a week in a week a week ish of fun and frivolity. Right. Um, have the, have the, either of the girls been to New York city? I know you've been, I know. Anne's yeah. Been, obviously. We went over like before Christmas last year, we went with another family, but okay. we want to do some stuff that we wanted to do, which is more museums and stuff. Right. We didn't do with them. We were only there for a longish weekend last time. So what night are you meeting up with the Jeff and Andy to have a meal? Not on, not on the agenda currently. Every fucking time you go to New York City, I bring this up. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I haven't reached out. Would you reach out? Jerry, you're in town. Just reach out. Let me know you're in town. It's a Just real Uncle me. Jeffrey situation. Uncle Jeffrey? Is that the character's name? Or Uncle Leo? Jekyll? That's Uncle Jeffrey. It's a, it's a real situation that you're falling into here where you're not letting them know that you're around. They're fun people. Well, the- I know, but they're in Brooklyn. It's a so meal. Break like, bread. Go to Brooklyn. You're not like going to take your hour, kids to Brooklyn? Not planning on it. We're staying in Manhattan. You got a car. Cross the yeah, fucking bridge. We, no, 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 no. We are parking the car and there's no in and out privileges. That's what she said. Um, Brooklyn also is a very... Uh... <laughs> I know we can take the train, but that's it's just <clears throat> a... It's a you got to take the subway. The kids are going to love the subway. You Do you have a metro card? The subway. They've been, Jerry. Yes, but they've been on the subway. Okay. We'll be taking the subway. Manhattan's a big fucking island. We'll be. I know it down. is. Keenly aware. And we're going all the way to. We're going all the way down to the Statue of Liberty. So we got to go all the way down to the bottom. That's true. Got to go all the way to the tip, the tip of Hatton, and then back Just up. The Where tip. are you staying? We are staying in Midtown, like near Times Square. Okay. Poor choice. What's the cross street? Forty. Do you know? Third, I think. Hello. Can you not hear me? I can now. Go ahead. He froze for a second. Four. I think forty third and eighth ish. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's far enough away from Times Square. You won't hear the racket yeah, of the not, tourists. It's not. It's not in Times Square. <clears throat> well, you said Times Square. You said near Times Square. I didn't know how near. Um, are you staying at like a trendy boutique hotel or are you staying no. at like a Holiday Inn Express? Uh, we are staying at a Westin. Ooh, fancy. Fancy spring break. All right. That's exciting. That's something. That's something to do. Fun times. Um, so what were you saying? We could pre-pod. How are we going to pre-pod? Are we going to pod again tomorrow? What do you mean pre-pod? Yeah, or Saturday. Oh, yeah, or Saturday. Oh, okay. We can do it Saturday. That's fine. After we cover the zero topics we have scheduled for today, we'll <laughs> pot again on Saturday. I, it's funny. I have a topics. bunch of i. I had a bunch of ideas, but I forgot what they were. I'm always like, oh, this would well, be let's a good start. Thing to talk to Scott about. I mean, I, I I do want to talk about the Will Smith Chris Rock thing, even though we're 11 days late. I still want to get that in there. But I don't want to talk about that right off the bat. You were in L.A. You were yes. for work, so it wasn't it wasn't a pleasure trip. But yes, and you, you know, you don't have to give away too many details. But 
Was it fun? Where'd you stay? Did you eat at any cool restaurants? Were you in my old neck of the woods or were you a little north of my old neck of the woods, as I suspect might be the case? What was your old neck of the woods? I used to live a block from the UCLA campus in Westwood, West LA. I was in Venice, basically. Okay. Everyone's familiar with Venice. I know where Venice is. That's cool. So you stayed in Venice? Like the uh, whole time? Yeah, I stayed in Marina del Rey. Ooh, yeah, I mean, see? I didn't, I didn't really do anything fun, to be honest with you. Oh, Marina del Rey is where my good friend James, a.k.a. Tilda, lived. That's where his house was until he moved to Mammoth several years ago. He went from beach oh, yeah, you're way, to mountain. Way north. Well, not way north. You were somewhat not north way north. Where, yeah, know. Westwood's a. I mean, depending on traffic, Westwood's Four only four hours. <laughs> fifteen. No, it's only a Three fifteen miles. minute drive <laughs> down San Vicente. Um, okay, you know it's it's funny I, when you said you were there. I didn't even think to tell you of places you should eat because I thought you were north in the city that we have discussed where I believe your workplace is located. I thought you were way up north, north of no, town. No, 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 no. Okay. We, we are opening a store in... Opening a store, okay, in Venice. Venice area. On was Abbot it like Canyon. on the... So it wasn't on the It's not front? on the beach, no. Okay. It does Probably kind of look thing. like a beach shack sort of building, but... I mean, it should. It's Venice, yo. It should have that appearance. Um, but Which I ate at a few in. nice restaurants... Okay. I don't know. I'm not like a foodie, so. Bullshit. You're not a foodie, but you enjoy food. I like There's food, yeah, but I don't. It's funny, like when I went out to eat with my coworkers, <clears throat> uh, the the per meal average was like five times when it, what it was when I ate by myself, which was like ten dollars. Well. Maybe not five times, but like uh, I was about three. to say, I I don't. First of all, I don't think it was ten dollars. It's hard to get anything but a donut and a coffee for ten bucks in Southern California. But um, I'm sure the 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 reason the average bill was five times is because they probably consumed alcohol, which you would not have partaken. No, no, no. I'm saying the places we ate were much more expensive. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I <clears> did. So there's so the street that our store is on is called Abbott Kinney, which is sort of a okay. Excuse me, shopping, retail, and dining street. But um, just to tell you, like the price of things on that street. I one day I had I wanted to get a quick lunch, and I was by myself because it was busy that day about what we were doing. And uh, I got two slices of pizza. They were five dollars each for a slice of cheese pizza. Okay, <laughs> wasn't very oh, good. Cheese. Yeah. I was like, no, of course not, motherfucker. <laughs> this is such a ripoff. <laughs> five dollars for a slice i mean i feel like three or four is a lot like that's on the steeper right. end but five dollars like it better I mean, be good pizza oh yeah, wait sorry just a quick aside yeah. on that while it was there I, so they they didn't they had like some counters for stand-up dining inside but because of mm-hmm. covid they had taped signs no no indoor dining but gotcha. they had little counters sort of on the windows outdoor where you could stand and eat your food sure and I was standing there, and these uh, young women walked up. I would guess they were in their early 20s, but whatever, maybe mid-20s. Oh, my God. And yeah. Yes, they definitely sounded like that. But they were uh, <laughs> they were talking about, she's like, 
man, I wish we had dollar pizza here. Like we don't have anything like that in LA, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, when I first moved here, I asked a guy like, why don't they have any dollar pizza in LA? And he said, and I'm just quoting what she said that he said. Right. Um, he's like, that, he's like, cause bitches will get fat. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. It was like the most LA thing I've ever heard. What a great, accurate answer. That's lovely. Um, no, no, it's, no, no, not accurate. That's a terrible I know, thing to I'm say. just kidding. But it it was a very LA sort of vibe, like you gotta eat salads, you gotta be healthy, and right. we're not having like greasy dollar pizza here. Did that, did they even have fly in LA? Did they even have Diet Coke for you to purchase as well? Or do you only get water? Because that's all they had. Uh no, they had Diet Coke there at the okay. pizza place for sure. Yeah, okay. That's good. I feel um like I had somewhere else and they're like, we don't have sodas. I can't remember if that was in LA or not. That happened to me recently. No, that was a snotty restaurant here. Sorry. Terrible, terrible thing to do to humans. Um, obviously next week you will be able to hopefully partake in some quality pizza. There's plenty of places. I'm, I'm assuming you've already oh, scoped yeah, that God, out. Yes. You didn't uh, bother to reach out to our good but... friend, Jeff, but I'm sure you've investigated pizza options near your hotel. That reminds me. I do need to look up that. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, <clears throat> but I will say the $5 is not, it's not outrageous. Like, I think you'll find New York slices are between three fifty and four fifty. They're probably not 5 That's what I was saying. I feel like 4 I mean, New York still has dollar pizza places. Sure, but it's, dollar don't slice. waste your time. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but like the, the only other real comparison I have, because the only other place that I get pizza by the slice is in Vegas. And it's it's five or six or seven bucks. You know, if you're putting any toppings on yeah, it, yeah. But it's Vegas north of five. is fucking ridiculous, though. I'm, I'm just, saying, I'm, I'm just, I'm in telling Denver, you, LA if I go to get a slice below. of pizza, is it going to cost me five fucking dollars for a slice of cheese pizza? No. In Baltimore, it shouldn't. But I'm saying LA is one step in below Vegas, it's like two dollars. Okay, well, I'm just telling you. I'm just, I was, just, I, in New York, it's not five dollars a slice for, as they call it. And I just said that. I said three fifty to four fifty is what you're gonna find for a slice of pizza. It's probably gonna be better too. Was it good at least at five bucks a slice? No, that's what I was saying. No, it wasn't sure. very good. Yeah. Like the, yeah. it's funny because like most of the elements were there. Although they didn't have the the thing that's really nice about sliced pizza in like New York is when they reheat it, it gets nice and crispy on the bottom. Yes, these guys reheated it, but it still was just kind of meat, not meal, floppy, but like cardboardy. Oh, God, and the, their their ratio of cheese to sauce was off. I don't know mm. how like how Critical you fuck error. that up, but you know, like if you have too much cheese or not enough sauce, it just tastes wrong. Yeah, like, I do. The balance was off because you're basically three ingredients to pizza: cheese, sauce, and crust. Like, and if you you got to get all three in the right ratio. I mean, obviously you can add toppings, but that's correct. Uh, if you fuck that up, it doesn't taste good. If you put too much cheese on it, it tastes like shit. Was it foldable at least? Not enough sauce. Yeah, but it just, I don't, it wasn't that good. It was fine. It was passable. Yeah, passable. Certainly wasn't worth $5. I love how you're bitching about the cost and clearly you expensed it. So it really is irrelevant. Oh, yeah, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> not to mention the fact that you said not. every other meal cost 50 to $75. So what the hell difference does it make? But no, I get that. Oh, um, well, no, I was just more pissed off about the, like, the quality. Sure. That's frustrating. You want a good meal, you're like, oh, pizza place. Probably nearby. God knows you're not walking 10 blocks to get a good meal for lunch. 
You probably went a block and a half. It was around the corner. You picked it up on Google Maps or whatever, and you said, here we go. Let's go check this place out. And it disappointed. That's a shame. Um, I did have a decent, like, veggie burrito there. I was, I was about like, to say. I get some, the first thing I ate was Mexican food. I was like, I got to get some Mexican food because the Mexican food on the East Coast is garbage for the most part. It's also garbage here in Colorado, FYI. That is not true. I know I've made this comment before, but it's like, hey, um, what are you going to have? I'll have a burrito. Okay, that's covered in green chili. You want a side of green chili? Sure. What do you want to drink? Green chili? They put green chili on fucking everything, and it drives me crazy because I'm not a huge green chili. You should learn to like that. I have tried. I do not. Also, it's uh, green chili is like... It, it, it can be, it, the, the range is huge on how spicy the green chili is. Some is very tame. And then other green chili recipes you know, have ghost chilies and fucking habanero and it's all seeds. No, it's don't. crazy. Not literally, but I'm telling you, some green chili is very hot. And so you can't go into a place and say, yeah, put green chili on it. You always have to say put it on the side and then you have to kind of taste it. It's just, Colorado like Mexican is not good. Your- and your whininess, but I don't like green chilies either for the most good. part. Good. So you wouldn't like Colorado Mexican, I'm telling you. I don't know why you're saying it's good. We found one place that's good that we like. One. There's like 900. We found one. So I'm, I'm sure there are decent <clears throat> places. I mean, there might be a Not second. Your... But um, anyway. So what else happened on the, the trip? Did you see the canals of Venice since you were in the Venice area? You know, there's actually canals. Okay. I did not see them. I saw the beach one time. Oh, okay. Did you find time every morning to hit the Peloton before you started your work day? No. Or because it was a work trip, take, you said, vacation, take bitch. I Peloton with me. No, but I uh, figured the hotel probably had something. Did you walk on the beach? I mean, I basically... No. The beach was not close to where I was. I would have to take a, an Uber to get to it. I see. So what'd you do? You just worked the whole time? It was miserable? Yeah. Did you see do, the sun? I didn't do anything fun. Uh-huh. I mean, I saw the sun, but I mean, I had meals, but I didn't, there wasn't like a lot of free time. Wasn't this the first time you met your coworkers in person? Is that a fair statement? No, not true. Oh. We got together last... Oh, on, on this coast, or on your coast, not this coast. Yeah. I don't live on a coast. Yeah. On your coast. <laughs> yes, in New York last fall. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. So that's exciting, getting to see the folks, slap yeah, some skin, nice. break bread, share a bottle of vino. Slap some skin. No one phrases it like that. It sounds very wrong. <laughs> you know, slap your dicks together. <laughs> As you do with your coworkers that you don't see that often. Oh my god! <laughs> Have a sword fight in the men's room. <laughs> Not putting my name on this one at all. <laughs> Most of my coworkers are female, by the way. So. Oh, okay. I guess it's actually Ooh, that makes it challenging. I've, I've, yeah, it's kind of two and two. And my boss is female, so that is most. If there's five of them, you're going to have a most. Yeah. Unless there's yeah. a transgender or a hermaphrodite, in which case we could go right down the middle. Cut it in half. No? Okay. <clears throat> let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Um, do you have opinions on the, the, the Will Smith-Chris Rock thing? I, I 
talked at length to the coworker about it today, so it's fresh. To- it's top of mind, even though it happened not this past Sunday, but Sunday before. Um, not really. I mean, obviously, he was upset, and he probably should have controlled himself better. It's weird because he seems like such a even keeled guy. Uh, yeah, even that's the word I was looking for. Even keeled individual. Like you know, I don't think of Will Smith as getting pissed off. Like even when he was like at his. I think he had one sort of like gangster rap song or album. Like everyone's like, yeah, huh? Sure. Like he doesn't come off as tough. I mean, he's a big right. dude. I'm sure that hurt like a motherfucker when he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. But um, he, I'm just, he doesn't seem like a violent person or someone that would lose their temper. He's always in such a, again, even keeled and good humored fellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Um, I mean, it's weird that Chris Rock made the joke because he clearly must have known or like or just didn't care (laughs) or he thought Will Smith is a cool dude. He's not going to like if he gets mad at me, he'll just talk to me later. He's certainly not going to come up on stage and smack the shit. out. Well, obviously, no one thought that. I mean, that's that's a given. So there's there's a lot to unpack here. And because we're a long-form podcast, we're going to take some time to unpack it. Oh, boy. Now, first of all, let us put the disclaimer out there that one of the first recording artists that I can think of that I was like, yeah, I'm into it, was DJI's Jeff and the Fresh Prince. The Fresh Prince, of course, being Will Smith. So I've been a Will Smith yes. fan. We have longtime fans. Longtime fans. Before, Those first three albums. Before he was an actor. Yeah, Rock the House. He's DJ on the rapper and in this corner were all great albums. Home Base, which had the hit Summertime, not as good an album. And everything after that was complete and utter garbage. But Code Red, I think, was the next one, which all I can think of is Mountain Dew when I hear that. But um, Big Willie <clears throat> style. But what, whatever. A- everything after... after jiggy with it. Yeah. The Home Base album just wasn't that good. But... Uh, the other three well, were in fairness it was just it was different like his wrap up to that point was yes. sort of comedy rap for the most part storytelling correct storytelling he, tra- he, he tried to make uh, bangers on home base which he did with he did. Uh, summertime summertime yeah but it was his lyrical content was very different from the earlier things where he's talking about building building his body to fight Mike Tyson he's clearly a skinny right. tall dude Correct. Which we enjoyed the earlier content. So that we enjoyed in the late eighties. It was, it was a bit of a shock great. to the system. To hear it was the, the home base shift, or it was more, it was yeah pop songs basically. Much Not like the Green Day turning terrible. hardcore. It was just like it was just more nerdy. I think. Right. Yeah, nerdy's I mean, fair. It, yeah, obviously, like if you watch the videos, just don't sure. understand was a massive hit. Like it's yes. not that he wasn't popular before. It just correct his sound shifted. It did, as happens with a lot of popular music, especially back then, back in the day. So I want to put that <clears throat> I want to put that disclaimer out there that I was a huge Will Smith fan. Again, more Fresh Prince. I, I enjoyed Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a show. You know his movies. I've seen several of them. It's not like oh, Will Smith movie is coming out. I'm going to go see it. In fact, I don't have any actor where I think that to myself. Um, but I enjoyed you know pretty much everything that I'd seen. He he had a, he had a good range. He could do comedy. He could play serious roles. He's become more a kind of an action. I mean, the, the the bad boys flicks. I know you're a huge fan. You have the poster in your bedroom. 
but I'm not I think I've as big a fan of you. One or two of them. Okay. They're good movies. It's fine. They're a popcorn. Uh, as place. we've as we've discussed, Enemy of the State, great movie. <clears throat> yeah, Enemy of the State. Again, there are plenty of those sorts yeah, of. A examples. lot of the movies he, Muhammad Ali, the Ali movie was good. Ali was good. That was, the one that was less the... of a Bruckheimer, Bruckheimer joint, but. Right, <laughs> right. Um, the one I even saw the one that he won the Oscar for, where he he played Richard Williams, the the father of Serena and, and oh, Venus. I didn't see that, but I'm sure it's good. It was good. It was it was a good flick. I know their story. It's it's funny. It's one of those it's one of those kind of feel good movies where I kept waiting for when things would go wrong, and they never really did. Like it, they were always kind of doing well, and then they just did better and better and better. And he got a little more in his own head with his daughter's success and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, whatever. I'm I'm not here to <clears throat> to talk about King Richard. I believe was the name of the flick. Um, yes. So I've been yeah. So I've been a fan of his for a long time. Chris Rock started SNL in 1990. He was only on there for three or four seasons, but he was on there with a bunch of fucking superstars like Chris Farley, Dana Carvey, um, Mike Myers. Yeah, he was definitely like the Adam Sandler. If you think of the 70s sort of cast, the cocaine cast as like the 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 sort of golden era or the sure. whatever the starting cast i feel like the the chris rock era with dana carvey and um everyone i just you know, mentioned mike, mike myers. myers yeah um what's the chris Farley, david name? spade yeah chris all Farley. those guys like that's sort of the second second golden era i think and yeah then, phil like, hartman Ferrell, blah 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 anyway right he, he was there with some real he was there in the early 90s yeah he was there in the early 90s adam sandler with, with, with all those guys they're, they're, all of them went on to be wildly successful in movies and, and TV and whatever, except Phil Hartman, tragically. But um, I mean, he was still wild. He had a run too. Yeah, news radio. Just, yeah, I know. He just his <laughs> wife went crazy and shot him, killed him. But anyway, um, so I was in, and that was like right in the peak for me. Like that was middle school for me, and so I was getting into SNL. You know, I was starting to watch HBO comedy specials. Like our dad let us watch George Carlin comedy specials, which he probably shouldn't have. And, and stuff like that. Like, I was into stand-up. That did not let us watch George Carlin. Well, I watched George Carlin comedy he specials. He did not let us watch, but he, okay. didn't, he wasn't like, hey, boys, watch this. Yeah, fair enough. I just remember he let us watch Die Hard when I was, like, nine. <laughs> like, when it came out, and I was like, I should not. And I remember him specifically saying, don't repeat the words you see in this, but it's a great flick. Anyway. Um, it's not wrong. So, he's definitely not wrong. Yeah, you still should not repeat a lot of stuff in that movie. But... So, and then Chris came out with um, his comedy specials. I forget the first one, but the second one's bigger and blacker. And like, they were great comedy specials. I was big in a standup. That was, that was later in the nineties, like mid to late nineties. Um, and so I've always been a fan of Chris Rock. He's, I followed his, his career. It's, he's, it's mostly standup. I mean, he's done movies, obviously he's done some TV, but he's really been just a wildly successful, like arena selling type Stand up. I feel like he's done more acting and behind the scenes stuff, probably like sure producing and directing stuff that he you probably has might not and be he's, aware of. And again, he's done some acting stuff, but I I assume he he definitely is like a media mogul. I would I would think beyond yeah, just I mean, his acting and stand up. Again, he's he's an A lister. Like he, he you don't, you don't get to For present sure. at the Oscars without having some some cachet. So so I I, I say all this as background to say that when I saw that this happened and saw it and heard the aftermath and all that sort of stuff, I was, 
I was shocked. He's and originally I'm not, from South Carolina. Did you know that? I did know that, actually. Yes, I did know that. Um, I did not know that. And so I, I say all that to say that I, I'm not taking sides with either one because I'm just a fan of either one. I'm a, I, I'm a fan of both of them. Now, at its core, when you're presenting an award at an award show like that, first of all, I'm sure every word was vetted by some producer. So the fact that the Academy didn't take any responsibility for this for at least 48 to 72 hours was stupid and insulting. They obviously should have taken some responsibility for security as well. It was a very odd setup. I'm sure we've all seen the clip now where normally during these award shows, the presenter is on a stage, which is several steps or at least a step above the audience. This was not the case. Will Smith was sitting in what looked like a fucking lazy boy chair, like 15 feet in front of Chris Rock. And when he went up to slap him, he just literally walked up and slapped him as if they were in the same living room, like chatting with each other, which I thought was very bizarre. That is true. Watch the clip. Because you can see when Will kind of struts his way back to the chair after he's assaulted a man in front of 600 million people, um, he doesn't take any steps down. He just walks back and sits in his little chair, which I thought was interesting. But to your point, now coming full circle, you said, you know, that, that Chris had made a joke that that Will maybe didn't find funny or whatever. He laughed. Will Smith laughed when Chris that Rock made the joke. Mean, but that, that doesn't mean anything. It really. If I told you a joke right now and you just sat there and didn't react, I would say he doesn't think it's funny. If you laughed, I'd say he thinks it's funny. It didn't mean well, anything I mean, to him he, until he looked he, over his wife who was shooting daggers at him and then he got pissed. That's arguably the most disappointing thing in this whole thing is he immediately just turned because Jada, who's made him into a cuckold, we'll get more into that in a second, is just shot daggers at him. He's like, now I got to no, do something. That's not, that is not the reason. I mean, he might have been more upset after looking at his wife, but you're, you're bringing in stuff that has watch, nothing to do with it. Watch the clip. I've he watched laughs. the fucking clip. That doesn't have anything. To, he does laugh, but you can laugh at something and be like, "Wait a second. He's just like, you're you're there. You know, you're on camera. Of course he's like, on, yeah. Of course you do that. I agree. You're you're like laughing along, and then you're like, so you hear the joke. You're like, ah, oh, that's kind of funny. And you're like, wait a second. He's this is that's not cool. Well, that, that happens to people all the time. You'll laugh and then like think about it more. Okay. Because a lot of times the laughter is like your first reaction, but then when you realize like what's been said, you're like, wait a second, that's not okay. Cool. So then, so then let me ask you a question. I mean, his wife may have had something to do with it, but you can't blame this on her. That doesn't have anything to do with it. I'm not blaming it on her. I'm blaming it on his lack of self control. I'm not blaming Jada Pinkett Smith. Many would say she is the victim because to. the joke was made at her expense. But I am saying that. A mere look that she shot at her husband was one of the one of several reasons that he got up and did what he did. It's all okay. on him. It's his responsibility. But that's part of the reason that he stood up and 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 stormed the stage and did what he did. So my question to you is what outside of that, what do you think and no one will ever know, but what do you think caused him to do what he did? He just had a momentary lapse. Do you think he was in a state of depression and this was like the, the tipping point, the, the straw camel situation? Yeah, I doubt. I mean, I just think he got pissed off. 
and he like we talked about how he's sort of live he's always seems even keeled and good natured right he probably doesn't let things out very often maybe he just had so pent up been been too long since he let it out and he just picked the wrong time to let it out okay so i don't know i don't think there's a lot of like psychoanalyzing that needs to go he got pissed off and he hit somebody It's just, if you ask a hundred people, if you're at, you know, you can't ask a hundred people. If you're at the Oscars, because no one can relate to that. <laughs> like 49 people can relate to that. If you ask hundred people, if you're at a, a convention for your work and you're sitting in the audience, and someone makes a joke at your expense, would you go up and slap that? Would you go up and assault that person? 100 people would say no. He not only did yep. it, but did it knowing all that you just said it. I agree with you. Knowing all the eyes were on him. Yeah. He still I, did but it. But I don't think there there's not that pre that there's not that level of premeditation. Clear wasn't thinking about like, oh, this is gonna hurt me. And also, he has right. more juice than any of those hundred people. Like Than most of them, yeah. He can do whatever he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Now, if you ask a hundred people, he has he has more juice than all those people. Oh, than the hundred people. Yes, of course. <laughs> So, like, if, if I'm asking I were the hundred richest like, people in the world, I didn't. I should have clarified. If I were at, say, a company party Function. or something, yeah, 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 and like, there's they had a comedian or just a coworker was making right. jokes, and he's like, "Hey, Todd's here, and his wife uh, looks like GI Jane." Like, if I go up and slap on her, slap on her, slap him <laughs> for talking about her, like yeah. I could potentially be fired i know i'm around my coworker. like sure if i'm the ceo even i wouldn't do that because like then i could right. get sued blah 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 correct but is this is a he, there's a completely different sort of social status between these two guys they're both a-listers huge stars so it's more like right. if you were playing uh baseball with a group of friends and one of them was like hi your girlfriend's a dog and you went up and just like punched him or whatever you know what right. i mean because you're they're more equal in footing and like the consequences at, at the moment don't matter to anyone in the room, which I mean, I know that's not true as far as the consequence part, right? but it, the perception of that is probably similar. So do you think that maybe the setting was too comfortable? I, again, I mentioned the stairs and I mean, if, I, I've seen long shots of what it looked like where Denzel went and talked to him and Tyler Perry said, hey, it's Medea and went and talked to him as well. Um, that's, I assume that's what he said to him, but I, do you think because it was so comfortable, he momentarily kind of forgot where he was, forgot there were cameras zoomed in on him and thought, I, I legitimately sure. think he thought it would be I funny. No idea. <laughs> I think he thought I'm going to go up and this, cause look, if you watch the way he struts back to his seat, he's proud of what he did. Now, by the time he gets back to his seat and he starts saying, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth, which he says twice for some reason. Um, I think at that point he's, he's already starting to realize, oh shit, what have I just done? I just went up and open hand slapped, which by the way, if you're going to go up and assault a guy, just punch him. Come on. But he goes up and open yeah, hand slaps slap Chris part Rock. was weird. <laughs> so weird. And he leaned back and Chris Rock had his hands behind his back. That's why there was a lot of speculation at first. Like, is this a setup? Like, is this a, you know, again, well, I mean, I was listening to a podcast and they're like, I think Chris thought he was going to come up and sort of like fake slap him. Right. Because so he, he got ready for that. And he's like, that's why he's like, oh, he just smacked the shit out of me. Right. I don't think he was expecting him to hit him that hard. To really do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when he's yelling back at him, when he's still 
when he's now back in his seat and you would think everything had calmed down. I almost feel like for, for the people in the room, he seems, he seems way madder after the fact when he's yelling way to me, like, yes, I agree. He's clearly like the, so that's why I'm like, he heard the joke. He's like, ha ha, wait, wait a second. Goes up there and hits him. And like, that's at the rage has filled him to that point when he sits down. And then after that, he's like, fuck, what was I just doing? So I right. think he just got really angry. I don't know. I don't, there, there definitely was no premeditation or if I, there I was, it's that. that like split second thing. Like, ah, oh, that's not cool. I got to hit this motherfucker. I, I agree. And there was no premeditation. Did it. And then was like, shit. <laughs> now right. I really blew this. <laughs> right. So during the break, first of all, shout out to Questlove who won for best documentary, <laughs> which is what Chris Rock was presenting when he made those jokes and then got assaulted by Will Smith. Um, so Will Smith completely upstaged Questlove's first uh, successful Oscar. So shout out to him. Got to give him props. Um, but then during the break, again, Denzel and, and Medea went and talked to him, calmed him down. I don't know what was said. There's a video of them talking. I think Denzel has since come out and actually talked he about what he said. what he said, said but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but... Um, but so here's the, here's the other question that I have just to keep you engaged. Cause I feel like you're bored of this conversation, but it's yeah, such I a, I don't care about this. At it's all. just something that will never happen again in our life in our lifetime. I would assume the Academy will get some security. Um, when he wins the, I mean, the award. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It could easily happen again. Just yeah. I know. Two famous people might happen. As the a joke sec- security is not going to. Like if somebody walks up there, they're, again, they're not going to assume that they're going to hit the other person. So they wouldn't have until eleven days ago. Now they should. But, but I'm I'm saying like if this happened again, same two people. I mean, not same two people, but similar two people. They and they tackle the Will Smith person in this case. They'll be like, I was just going up to, I was going to do a bit. Then right. they look like assholes for right. assuming violence. I don't. Know. Or they tackle him, and then it's like, oh, it's all part of the bit. <laughs> they all play it off. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the fact that when he wins the award, he now has the mic 30 minutes prior. He had assaulted Chris Rock. He gets up on the mic. He doesn't apologize to Chris Rock. He doesn't apologize to the people in the audience. He doesn't apologize to the Academy. He doesn't apologize to the viewers. He instead says something along the lines of you do what you have. You do crazy things out of love sometimes. Meanwhile, all these Hollywood elite assholes are giving him a standing ovation while he's saying this stuff, basically accepting what had happened. My take, of course. Hot take. Not a hot take. 11 days old take. What are your thoughts on that? He had a perfect opportunity to, to, to put it as water under the bridge, and he said nothing. He didn't mention it at all. After he'd been talked to by Medea and Denzel and somebody else, probably. No comment. Uh, I mean, first of all, who gives a shit? Like, it's a podcast time. We gotta talk about stupidest. I know, but this who fucking cares about these rich assholes? I don't. I I do not care if Will Smith apologizes or not. Uh, and they probably had like, I know he like is a rapper, was a rapper, so he probably could have freestyled something. But I'm sure he's rehearsed that speech four hundred times. So, oh yeah, he didn't he didn't freestyle anything on that speech for sure. Well, you said he you got to protect your family or whatever. Maybe he'd like put a little put a little emphasis on that or something. 
Yeah, he may. Oh, no, it's it. Wink it's, and a nod. A, a lot of I think we assume actors and uh, people that are on film or TV can just sort of like say the perfect thing, but a lot of those lines are written for them. So actually doing that and making a poli- like making an apology that sounds good and covers all the bases. Like if he apologized to Chris, but not his wife or blah, 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 then you like, Mm -hmm. it just causes more problems. So maybe it's better just to be left unsaid and he can call Chris rock up and be like, Hey man, you went over the line. It really pissed me off. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Sure. I hope you can forgive me or whatever the fuck he has to say to him. Like it (laughs) drawing attention to it again. I, I don't know if that helps at all versus like you getting mad that people were giving him standing ovation. To me, they're separate events. Like who gives a shit? He won for a war for, he won uh, an Oscar for, for the film performance. Cheer him on. That's great. Who cares? No one. But, I mean, he hit Chris rock, but like, but there was no reaction when it happened either. Like everyone's just sitting there in their hands. Well, they, they went to commercial, right? From what I heard, I didn't, I didn't watch. No, he still, Chris Rock had to present an award. He still, he kind of bumbled but they, his way back they, to it. But, but they put, they, I think they took a break. Oh, that I don't know. I think Questlove pretty, got up there and I'm got pretty the sure award. They, I'm pretty sure they took a break like in between. That's possible. It's, it's very possible. Who knows what actually happened? Um, because I'm sure people in the audience are like, whoa, did he really hit? Like, Of course. They may not have known if it was a real... A couple of days later, there was Slapper. still speculation on whether it was real or not. So obviously, in the moment, there's there's some uncertainty. Hence the, oh, kind of reaction that happened in the crowd. Um, I wanted to read, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long, but I wanted to read the opening paragraph. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote an essay kind of related to this. And I wanted yeah, to just read I saw the first. That he wrote something. I didn't read it, but. I thought it was very well written. I just want to read the first paragraph and get your reaction to the first paragraph. And maybe I'll give you a different perspective. Maybe it won't because you clearly don't care, but we'll try. It says, <laughs> when Will Smith stormed onto the Oscar stage to strike Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife's short hair, he did a lot more damage than just to Rock's face. With a single petulant blow, he advocated violence, diminished women, insulted the entertainment industry, and perpetuated stereotypes about the black community. Comment. I mean, I think that's a fair criticism. I also think that um, most people, I don't know. I mean, I'm obviously not a black man. I can't speak for like how it affects the black community. It doesn't change my opinion really of Will Smith or Chris Rock, to be honest with you. Um, I think most people like <laughs> just saw the memes of like all the different things they turned Will Smith the you know the overhead yes. shot of Will Smith slapping him and like of the course. millions of comments there, there there's a jazz one where it looks like Will Smith's arm has come back around he's playing the bass and Chris Rock is leaning over playing a saxophone that was one of my <laughs> favorites um, I can imagine you know there's there's tons of just like memes about it I think that's what people will remember. Right. Or, or in 15 years, it'll be like, oh, yeah, remember Will Smith smacked Chris Rock? And it'll be like, why did they do that? And it'll be like, oh, I think he said a your mama joke. Or you know what I mean? Like, people right. will shift what the reasons actually were. And they'll, they'll, they'll be like, oh, it was crazy. But 
Well, I, I think I that's hope, true. I hope it, that it doesn't shift the consciousness on uh, black America and right. uh, what what white America thinks about black America and violence. I certainly hope not. I, and that's not I what Kareem's saying, obviously. But you know, he's, he's, he's kind of implying that. I mean, it, it's he certainly said perpetuated could. stereotypes related yeah, yeah. to I violence within the black community. That's what he's saying. I hope that it doesn't, but it's it's not the only thing that it's not like people are like, oh, like it's not going to tilt the tide one way or the other. It doesn't help. I don't think. Right. right. There's I'd say shit like Fox News is, does way more to make false uh, accusations of violence in the black community than Will Smith smacking somebody like that reinforcing a racist ideal that, or not ideal, but idea that people might have is not great, but. Right. Yeah. The, I I just feel like people are blowing this way out of proportion. Well, it's the most exciting thing that's happened in the Oscars in 25 years. Like I didn't know it was on fair as I think most people would say like, Oh, that was last night. (laughs) Had this not happened. I would have had no idea that the Oscars even. I mean, I knew it was on just because I was listening to some podcasts about, stuff that was being uh, nominated and that sort of thing. Right. Right. I, we've talked about in the past. I don't really watch a ton of movies. I don't think I saw any of the movies that were nominated for best picture. So, yeah, I definitely didn't. I can't even tell you which, Oh, the one that won was a uh, Coda. I, I heard Coda's supposed to be good. Yeah. Has a like deaf feel good star kind of movie or several deaf stars, which is, which is cool. Oh man. A new star Wars. Death Stars? Yeah. See, this is me reacting appropriately to that joke. You can't see this at home, <laughs> folks. But you just smacked me across the face. <laughs> just Yeah, I just smacked Todd virtually. Um, yeah, anyway. I, uh, yeah, that's fine. I, I won't read the rest of the Kareem stuff. There were there were some, some other excerpts I was going to read, but it, it's fine. It's, yeah, go ahead. I mean... Kareem's, I think Kareem is a thoughtful and smart guy. He's so. a very thoughtful, intelligent guy. And I agree with a lot of what he said. So he says, um, uh, Tiffany Haddish apparently praised Will Smith saying, for me, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen because it made me believe that there are still men out there that love and care about their women, their wives. Kareem says, actually, it was the opposite. Smith's slap was also yeah, a slap. Yeah, I mean, Tiffany Haddish is not known. Is a fucking idiot. I, f- I hate her. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Like, I am. I think she's I am. funny. And she's my whatever, new Oprah. But she, I hate Tiffany Haddish. She's a moron. She's, she's not funny. Not known for, for being the most thoughtful person about everything. But, I mean, whatever. It made her. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. How she became a B-plus lister is fucking beyond me. She has, She's a no talent. But anyway, um, Smith's slap is also a slap to women. If Rock had physically attacked Pinkett Smith... Smith's intervention would have been welcome. Or if he'd remained in his seat and yelled his post-slap threat, that would have been unnecessary but understandable. But by hitting Rock, he announced that his wife was incapable of defending herself against words. From everything I'd seen of Pinkett Smith over the years, she's a very capable, tough, smart woman who can single-handedly take on a lame joke at the Academy Awards show. This patronizing paternal attitude infantilizes women and reduces them to helpless damsels needing a big, strong man to defend their honor lest they swoon from the vapors. Great line. If he was really doing it for his wife and not his own need to prove himself, he might have thought about the negative attention this brought on them much harsher than the benign joke. So an interesting take that's certainly in the moment no one thought about, but, and he, that he, that Will Smith doubled down on when he said, 
he talked about, I don't remember the exact line, it's in this essay somewhere too, but he talked about how Richard Williams, the character he played in King Richard, had protected his daughters. You know, they, they started out playing tennis in Compton, not exactly a tennis hotbed of the United States, and how he literally had to protect his daughters from, you know, gangs and, and certain violence and that sort of thing. And Will alluded to that in his acceptance speech about how, you know, he was like, I play this big, strong protector of women sort of thing. And Kareem is like, can, can we stop that? Women, you know, again, if they need to be protected, if they're being attacked, certainly men and women can come to their aid. But if someone makes a joke about them, you don't have to go and do their bidding for them. Women have the same rights and the same opportunity, you know, whatever, as men. And, and they, can, they can do their own defending, at least initially, if they need help, like any other citizen, we can step in. But um, yeah, just, I, I mean, don't know. Again, I think he has the, the benefit of like time and just sort of thinking it over. I think Will Smith is like, oh, somebody I love was insulted. I'm right. going to act. I'm not thinking about anything yeah and i think Kareem wrote this on the cultural implications of of what this might what message this might send he was pissed off right i think kareem wrote it on tuesday a couple days later so that that's fair um but anyway it's it's a good read you can go out just search kareem abdul jabbar will smith article or essay you'll you'll find it um and uh yeah it's it's worth investigating and, and taking the time to, to check out. Um, I also saw some funny comments from various comedians where Jada Pinkett, Pinkett Smith was saying that alopecia was a disorder, or no, was a disability. And men with receding hairlines that were balding were like, so I can get a, a handicap pass and park in the handicap spot because my hair's thinning? Um, waka waka. Waka waka waka. Anyway, but good point. It's not a disability. Sorry. It's a a disorder, not a disability. Um, Just to clarify. Okay. Who cares? It could be a disability. Who gives a shit? Me. Because if if I'll take a blue pass. I love good parking. Was she asking for a handicapped spot? I don't think so. No, but she was saying my disability, and that's that's, that's not a disability. Get it right. Anyway. Let's move on. Do you know the other symptoms of alopecia? I'm sure you don't. I do because I looked it up (laughs) because I knew we were going to talk about this and not even for this conversation, but I knew we were going to talk about on the Rhino and Kurt podcast as well. So I wanted to have my facts straight in case there was some, some details. Um, But again, not a disability. It is defined as a, as a disorder and it's basically just thinning or loss of hair. Like it's pretty straightforward. It doesn't, fucking crack your knees or, you know, make it so that you can't walk or impair speech or anything along those lines. There, there's no indication that any of those sorts of things happen. It just affects your hair. And by the way, also, it's a Hollywood event. Wig? I mean, if, if she was that concerned about it, she wears wigs all the time for her roles. Anyway, whatever. Um, let's move on. You had... Another topic to talk about, did you not? Or didn't you? I mean, you said you had many. You just couldn't remember literally any of them. No, I, I can't remember any of them. I I said I uh, 
I feel like I've thought of a bunch of things that we should talk about, and then I didn't write them down, so I don't. While you're in LA, over. you know, I just a just a suggestion. Just in life in general, we're gonna we're gonna peel back the curtain here. Just a suggestion. Um, you have a phone with you at all times. I'm certain you have an app on there where you can make notes. You can always text or Slack, not Slack, text or send me a hangout if you have an idea. We also have a document where we uh, put down topics that I'm sure you can access from your phone. I know I can. So if it comes to you in the heat of the moment. Sure. Heat of the moment. appreciate that. You can put it down anytime. Um, Todd, Easter's around the corner. Oh, God. Are you... What? I'm just anticipating your Easter what? candy chat. <laughs> well, we'll do that. Well, I mean, listen, it's it's not this coming Sunday, but it's next Sunday. But if we're not recording a show. No, it is this um, coming Sunday. Is it this coming Sunday? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was the next Sunday. <laughs> well, I'm not, what the, why the fuck would I know? I, don't have, I was about to say I don't have any kids. You, you have, have a child now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but no, it is the following Sunday. Never mind. God damn it. When are your kids out of school? Do they get Good Friday off? Do they get tomorrow off? Or do they get the next Friday off? Let's they work through the this. Fo- they have the following week. But it okay. doesn't... The, it, you typically get <laughs> a, a week around Easter, either before or after. I understand that. But I feel like you told me in the past that your kids get... Maybe it was Thanksgiving. There was some holiday where they the get holidays Easter like a Monday off too. Easter like a Monday, bullshit. not a not a real holiday. It's utter bullshit. So they do they get this coming Monday or no? They get the next Monday, don't they? They Which would be the they day get after both Mondays. There you go. Okay, so confirmed as I thought. Never listening to you again on dates of holidays. Not this coming I Sunday. I sworn it was this coming Sunday. Well, let's say it was. Clearly Are you prepared? Do you have the eggs ready to hide? Do you have candy ready? What are you getting the kids? Because I feel like we're not going to talk about uh, this until it happens. The Easter Bunny handles that. I don't have to do anything. Okay. What is your wife, a.k.a. the Easter Bunny, getting the kids then? The Easter Bunny will do it. They, I'm sure the Easter Bunny has everything the Easter Bunny needs to bring Easter What, to what do your house. fucking daughters listen to this podcast? Can you just tell me what you're <laughs> expecting to get? We have, I, we have a bunch of candy, yeah. So here's why I'm asking. You know this. You grew up in the same house that I did. For many major holidays, including Easter, we would not only get candy, we'd get like boxers or like we'd get other I'm not, gifts. I'm not buying my children boxers. You're not buying your daughter's boxers? Well, that probably makes sense. But you're not buying them anything um, else either? It's just straight candy? I I don't know. I bought it a while ago. I can't remember if there's, I don't think there's any other things. No. Okay. They Are you, do you do an so Easter egg? junk. We do, but uh, we... We do one with our friends, like they hide the eggs and it's a bigger group of people. Mm. And then we also, um, we typically hide some eggs around the house or outside, depending on the weather. Okay. Are there any eggs that have straight cash homie in them or is it all candy? No, no cash. Well, like a $2 bill or something. We do, we do have one golden egg that we typically I feel like maybe we put five bucks Coins. last year. I don't know. Ooh. It, my kids don't need money, though. They have no concept of like how money I works. I understand. I understand. I didn't so either, but when I was I six years old and I got four quarters. I bill. I know that it doesn't exist, but or like 
a nickel. Like it, it doesn't matter. By the way, like because they'll the way, be like, "Can we go to the store to buy something?" I know five hundred dollar bill doesn't exist. They'll, like if I yeah. gave them a twenty dollar bill, they'd be like, "Can I get this? It's twenty five dollars." I'd be like, "No, you only have twenty. Can I get this? It's nineteen ninety nine. We got to pay tax. Will you cover that for me?" Like they, they don't pay with cash. So they don't. They just give me the money and then I buy them something. But by the way. They have no concept of money in reference to your daughters is the most Todd thing you could ever say. Because which parent do you think they got that from? Not their mom. Both yep. their parents. Their father. Oh, both. You got neither one of you has any concept of money. No. Nah, well, that's terrifying. Depends on what you depend what you call concept of money. You understand that you currently have a limited supply of funds, and if you spend all those funds, you won't have any funds left. Yeah, we both know that. Okay. In fairness, I have no idea how much money we have, though. <laughs> my wife. That, of course, is handles, exactly what I'm talking about. But. My wife handles paying the bills, although all she does is, like, set up automatic payment. But, like, she right. also set up the bank account, and I don't have a login, so I have, like, I'd have to go to a physical <laughs> bank to see how much money we have. That might be the same. But we have a joint account. I, I, I have no idea how much money we have. I mean, I have an idea, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know the actual number. It's between zero. You and said 10 how much? Dollars. How much? What's the balance of your checking account right now? Yeah. I mean, I'd have an idea, but I could be off by twenty-five thousand dollars either way. <laughs> yeah, not twenty-five thousand. Don't keep twenty-five thousand dollars in your checking account. It's not a good okay. idea. And in terms of investing, clearly you have no idea whatsoever. Do you have access to that? Don't you guys use that Mint app or whatever? Or used to, I know. Used to. I think she tried to put some stuff back in or put all our information back into it because she was trying to figure out where all our various 401ks and IRAs sure. are. Sure. To see like, because she was, somebody was telling her, you need to have this much money at this age to right. retire comfortably. And we're... We're on the, I feel like, middle, upper level of how much we should have saved, which is good. That is good. So she was able I mean, to do that. I, I put a full, like, 25% of my income into stocks and 401ks. But if I asked you to name one stock you're invested in, you would not know the answer to that. Hang well, on. No, not just, not fair because you, you actually had company stocks. <laughs> I, I have two stocks. If I had asked you to name three stocks and you can use two of them, which you previously worked for, you would not be able to tell me the third stock. Am I correct? I, d I don't think I own any third stock unless it's like, a, unless you're counting like stuff in a mutual fund. Well, at least you're diversified. <laughs> you don't own a third stock. Oh, my oh God. interestingly, I, heard, I saw, what yes. the hell was it? A TikTok or something? Oh, about this thing called, um, what was it called? It's like IULs or something, insurance fund something. Let me see if I can find the TikTok. Hold on a second. I mean, okay. I know I can, but. This will be worthwhile. Because if you need investing that. advice, the place that I go, no, even I mean, though I'm not signed I, up I was for just the like, app, oh, this is, is interesting. TikTok. So I, I looked it up because I was like, I've never heard of this before. It seems too good to be true. Probably is. Um, and the thing I the thing I read from like Motley Fuel Motley Fuel Motley Fuel Motley Fuel Motley Fuel a new drink by Red and Bull. And a couple other yeah. things was like um 
you might earn more in stocks. And I was like, well, of course, but I might earn uh, nothing or very low in just like a standard savings account. Yes, of course. So it's called a, hold on, I'm trying to see if they have the name in here. By the way, this pod is sponsored by TikTok for all your investing advice. We are not investing professionals. We're just two bumbling morons. Two fuels, if you will. Uh, it is I IUL. Okay. IUL. I'm I'm not familiar with IULs. What does that stand for? So Insurance it's underwriting. Basically, world? like maybe, but uh, the, the way the yeah. guy in the TikTok describes it is, you can um, invest money in there. It's it's insurance. So if you die, you like your family gets the money. You can also right. pull money out of it, and it has like a it average return rate is twelve percent. I was like. This sounds amazing. Why would you not do this? So what is it though? What is it investing in? Where's the money going? Right in what? <laughs> you can't just give a guy <laughs> ten thousand bucks and he's like a year later he's like, here's eleven thousand two hundred. Indexed universal life insurance. It lets the policyholder decide how much cash, cash value, value to assign, to assign either, a fixed, either account, a fixed account or an equity index or equity account. indexed account. But I don't think you can lose money. That's the first question. Can you lose money in an IUL? Unlike investing directly in an index fund, however, you won't lose money when the market has a downturn. This is because a guarantee applies to your principal. Uh, I think the the cap you can, the maximum return is 20%. But I was like, okay, if I can get 10 to 20%, how is this not way better than a savings account? So the reason you're seeing this is because the market's been rather choppy so far this year. It's actually down year to date. So this is almost, it's an inverse bet against the market doing that. So when the market's down, you're still doing okay. But if the market's up, I'm still doing okay. Right. But you potentially are not doing as okay as you would be. Like for example. But if I, if let's say yeah. I have $5,000, if I put I it, it in this. Yes. And I get a 10% return. Yep. You can do the math. Fifty-five hundred, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then I've made five hundred dollars. If I put it in a yeah. savings account, which would be the other option that I would do, terrible idea. I'm going to earn eight one, cents, two percent, or something. <laughs> yes, I earn not basically even. nothing. You're not earning so one to two percent of savings. Account. I'm not going to put it in the stock market. Why would I not do this? There's apparently no, 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 no. risk for you. This I seems agree. like a great idea. Because you have so no like, fucking clue what you're doing. You should definitely invest in some money in this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. For for the non-savvy investor, as just a safe... I'm just saying, if, if you're going to put money in a savings play. account, this seems like a better savings account <clears throat> than a savings account. Well, but my questions, and I can research this for the next pod, which may be in 36 hours, but my question is, how is easy is it to pull out like to pull the money out. I know you said that the TikTok said it was easy, but I want to see the details of it. I, that's the only thing I'm, it's unclear to me, like how, how easy it is to get the money out. Right. Here you go. When can you withdraw? See, it looks like, it sounds like a retirement plan because I'm, I'm literally reading and this could be wrong. It's just a Google question, but it says, when can you withdraw from an IUL at 59 and a half? So it's a retirement plan, similar to a so 401k, a similar to an IRA. It's a long-term play. It's not a, because otherwise, everyone would do this all the time. Because, yes, yeah, savings accounts are fucking stupid. They're, they're just ways for banks to have cash on hand, essentially. 
or have it's not cash anymore nowadays, but have the the dollars on their their books so they can loan it out. Um, so yeah, this doesn't seem that simple. It's universal life insurance essentially. Portion pays cost insurance business. Insurance. So I if I, I could actually kind of have earlier this. that'd be good. You can because because you, you can have to pull pay it out with penalties. Yeah. Right. Well, that's you don't just want to like do a four hundred one k. So if you're doing this versus a four hundred one k, then right. So I actually technically have this. I have life insurance, the Northwestern Mutual. I put I think six hundred or six hundred fifty dollars a month into it, and I've been doing this for like fifteen years, and it just Whoa, grows and grows really? and grows. Yeah, six hundred fifty dollars a month. Jesus. Yeah, and it just grows and grows and grows, and like I get a statement every year. And if I died, it's already worth like over a million bucks. And I'm not saying this to brag, whatever. We're just, again, not investing advice. We're just talking here. But its cash value is like 400000 So if I tried to pull it out, it's worth 400000 but it's not like that's before penalties. I'd have to pay a bunch of penalties. But the whole point is it's just there. Essentially, that's that's my next of kin money. So all my mutual funds and investing stuff. Yeah, I guess we have that too. I don't, we don't put that's that for me to fuck around with. I think. Yeah, clearly you have no fucking idea what you have. Anne and I could have this conversation. She could tell me if you guys have something like this or not. But it, it's it's essentially just, it's an investment life insurance plan. It's not the shit that Maury Povich, or not Maury Povich, who's the, Montel Williams is advertising on the prices Right this commercial breaks. <clears throat> Wrong Montel. That's Montel Jordan. Oh, Montel Jordan. Um, it's not the stuff that Montel Williams, who may have alopecia, by the way. I'm not sure, but he's bald. Um, it's not he the stuff that alopecia. he if you advertises. Have eyebrows. I don't think that's necessarily true. Jada Pinkett Smith has eyebrows. She also has hair, by the she? way. Not to go back to what we were talking about for 45 minutes earlier. She has, it just oh, looks yeah, like I guess that's not true. Sorry. Tight Mis- cut. Mistake of my part. Todd has done no research on anything we're talking about this evening. This well, I didn't section. know we were going to be talking about alopecia. fucking alopecia. Well, here we are. Um, but anyway, so it's it's not it's not one of those things where you put twenty five dollars a month in, and when you die, we'll pay your funeral expenses. Like that's not what this is. It's more, hey, I just want to put a little bit away every month for a long time, so that when I die, or if I die earlier than I'm anticipating, like there's a nice chunk of change that will not only cover funeral expenses but will cover quite a bit more. But Northwestern Mutual, in this particular case, is investing that money. They're not sitting on it. They expect a certain return. I don't think it's quite 12%. I think it's like 8 to 10%. And they've done very well um, for me over the years. And so it's growing through investments. But it's very safe investments because they have a multi-billion dollar portfolio. And they're not out there. They're not putting it in crypto, for example. Like they're putting it in... S&P 500 and things like GM and Coke and things that have never gone down. And if they see the signs that they think it might, they'll pull it and move it and put it in something else that's very safe as well. So anyway, not investment. All right. Place. You made me think of something else we can talk about because love it. the shit out of me with your investor Let's switch. blabber. Okay. Let's start um, the show. Are you recording? Let's record. You ready? When, <laughs> when you talked about crypto, it made yes. me think of the metaverse. And I was curious what your thoughts were on the metaverse. The so metaverse. meta, the company, aka Facebook. Uh, no, you're not. I mean, partially, but 
more broadly than them. Uh, I don't. If you ever peruse, why are you LinkedIn, asking this? You question? see all these, you see all these companies being like, "Oh, we set up shop in the metaverse." I know Nike has invested a lot of money into making stuff in Roblox and fucking uh, yep, uh, Fortnite shit like that. Um, convince me that this isn't the stupidest thing in the world, or agree with me that it is the stupidest thing in the world. Okay, I will do that. So, metaverse. I mean, I uses, know what it is. Okay, it's basically just, the uh, internet, but we don't. I think have a lot a of way, people don't like. So I, I read something at like a Wired article, and they're like, "Just think of uh, every time you hear metaverse, think of like the information superhighway or something." It had some other. It wasn't sure. that. It was something basically like like uh, online communities. Second life. And it's second they, life, is what it. Yeah, is. they're like. The thing that most of the metaverse presentations sort of gloss over is this assumption that you can have some sort of virtual reality without showing you how that actually happens. Like that it's just people living in yeah. this fantasy world, but like you're going to have to wear goggles or maybe Google Glass comes back where you can sort of have like an augmented reality thing where you can see the real world and have uh, virtual stuff sort of layered on top of it. But there's not currently the technology doesn't really exist to have right. that sort of seamless interaction between the two so like make going to a mall and going to a nike store or adidas or fucking amazon store in the metaverse like <laughs> right now you have the website that you could go to or you could put on virtual sure. reality goggles i guess and walk around and like maybe sort of pick something up and put it in a shopping cart and then someone will send it to you. But like so, the technology is not seamless enough now for this to be worthwhile of an investment. Will it become so? I think it'll, I think things will shift that way and it will become more seamless and how you can sort of, of course uh, it will uh, yeah, blend the, uh, the online and offline worlds. Yes. But I, I think the sort of idea that they're selling of the metaverse is mostly bullshit. So two things come to mind when you ask this dumb question. The first is well, I, I read an article. Dumb question. I read an article two days ago, and I just found it again. Coca Cola, as we discussed several weeks ago, with the was it Starlight? Was that the flavor that they introduced? Something like that. Yes. They Cotton have now. Coke. Yeah, they've now come out with Coke Zero Sugar Bite B Y T E. Which you Ooh. mentioned Roblox. Is it, I is think it part of the metaverse. It's part of the metaverse. You can try it today in the metaverse. What the fuck that even means, I'm not sure. <laughs> but it will actually be sold on in, in the US. It'll be sold starting May 2nd in select oh, sorry, locations. Just, my pump just beeped. I apologize. That's all right. Um, mine actually did it earlier as well. Not my pump, but my deck pump. Um, but it will be sold in the States in select locations on May 2nd. But it apparently you have to buy it with like Roblox money or something. I don't know. I don't even really know what Roblox is, but apparently the description is, and I'll read it direct from this article: Coca-Cola I Zero Sugar Bite. Roblox. It will quote bring the flavor of pixels to life, not the oh, phone sweet. pixels, <laughs> obviously, but pixels as in like pixels, like pixelated, like what you see on the things you're talking about. Roblox your digital or, displays, exactly. So it's going to taste like 
plastic and metal. So I mean, I, I don't know what that that what it, that exactly means. Um, so that's something to look forward to if you're a moron. Um, now, to be fair, will I try it? Absolutely. Of course I will. But yeah, the <laughs> metaverse. Because, well, you just want to see what pixels taste like. <laughs> I just want to see what pixels taste like so I can explain that to someone in the I metaverse. Bet they taste a lot like cotton candy or some other. I bet they taste flavor. a lot like Coke, but a little off. That's what I'm thinking Coca-Cola bite, zero sugar bite is going to taste like. But Wait, your question about the. Zero sugar? It's only zero sugar. The article that I read, which is pretty cool. They are really pushing the zero sugar. I know oh, you probably didn't watch a second. I know you didn't watch a second of the basketball, the March Madness tournament, but every game had a Coca-Cola zero sugar ad. And they're saying, is it the greatest? Is it the best Coke? All this stuff. I know you would disagree because oh, you were, someone some on reason. CNET has uh, tried yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's already in Europe. It They've got it in Europe. What's the, what does it say? I'm curious if they, if there's a description, uh, a review. Star, it's, it may be even wackier than Starlight Space Flavored Coke. I'm sure it is. Giant Soda Company says it tastes like pixels. Um, Mention that. I know. I'm trying. I'm just skimming through here. Calm the fuck down. I want a review of it. Someone in Europe has tried it. I mean, someone. It's a very sweet it. smell. Uh, the fizziness was so strong it reminded me of when I would eat Pop Rocks as a kid. There we the go. Flavor was soft but still tasted like a Coke Zero. I couldn't taste. The sweetener used to replace the sugar, possibly Splenda. Uh, it says between this and Starlight Space, they would choose Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Bite because the flavor is more like regular Coke. So that's so again, nothing what it tastes like. I will give it a try because I'm a fan of Coke, Coke Zero, what have you. It says much, much more carbonated than Starlight Coke. Yeah, the Pop Rocks thing was, that kind of gives me an idea of what I might be expecting if I were to pop open a can of Pixels. Um, this person said they thought Starlight tasted like ginger soda. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, incorrect. So taste buds are clearly useless. Yeah, they're a little off. Cannot be trusted. You can't be trusted. Um, but to get back to your original question, what are my thoughts on the metaverse? I think it is, I, I think the whole concept is being pushed by the gaming community, which you and I are a little too old, but for a lot of people, five, 10 and, and more years younger than you and I, gaming is a part of their, is a part of life. Like it's a giant part of life. And I don't just mean necessarily like, uh, like, you know, video game console games, but online games, this virtual reality thing, which is not nearly as pop, pop, popular as the console games and online gaming. But um, so, yeah, the idea of inclusion of real life stuff in games has been around forever. <clears throat> you know, games that you play on your phone, you have the ability to purchase things that, that help you in that game. That's, that's just one small way that you're participating. If you've ever purchased anything, I have not, but you're participating in the metaverse. You have been sold something within the confines of a game, within the confines of a reality that is not your actual reality. That's essentially the metaverse. So that's why, not surprisingly, all this NFT shit fits right in with the conversation about the metaverse because what's an NFT? It's a virtual collection and ownership of what 
in a lot of ways, but not always, could be an actual thing, like a video clip, for example, from Top Shot, or you take a real painting and suddenly it's you make it virtual. It's the same thing. The painting exists, but you can sell it. And all these fucking stupid ass, um, what are they? The, you know, the NFTs that have been selling for like tens of thousands, yeah, hundreds of monkey thousands. Things the monkey whatever. stuff. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is, whatever animal it is, dressed up like in a suit, whatever dumb shit that is. Like, <laughs> that's all part of the metaverse, right? Because it's virtual versions of things that historically were only in reality and, and concrete and not not as abstract as they are now. So long-winded way of saying it's it's here to stay. I think you and I, certainly you, and I are both a little too old to fully participate in it unless we really just got, got ourselves lost into it. Or maybe, maybe, certainly I'm years away, but maybe your kids will in various ways start participating in the metaverse and that will actually get you involved as the parents. I don't know. My kid is far too young to I mean, think about that. My kids play Roblox and my daughter has for okay. a while was asking for Robux, which is money in Roblox. There's, I think there's like a million different games inside of Roblox. She sure. plays, it's called Adopt Me, I think. Anyway, okay. but she wanted, she wanted real money to buy fake money to buy stupid shit in this game, which is like other like characters or outfits skins, and stuff. talismans, that sort yeah, of yeah. shit. Um, and we have given it to her in limited quantities. Uh, to help her understand the meaning and value of money. Very smart. There you go. Full circle. Mm, yeah, that's the, that's definitely the reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just get her to shut up not. about it. Um, but it still doesn't feel that, that still feels to me sort of like what you're saying with a game. Like it doesn't feel any different. You're just buying shit on your phone. It's just not real shit. Sure. That I, I feel like the promise or the sort of what they're trying to sell the metaverse is that you will buy real stuff in a virtual reality thing. Well, in your example of a Nike store or an Apple store or whatever, I think you're right. You you do a virtual tour, for lack of a better term. You select an item, and then it does actually show up at your doorstep, or it shows up at your local store. You go pick yeah. it up, or whatever it is. Again, I think that'll probably happen. I just don't know if like all the sort of kind of goofy graphical fanfare that they have, like it. Right. That I think people are building that because they don't know what it'll be. I think it'll just be a more seamless transaction. Sure. Um, via a website basically like they'll have more there you, there's already tons of ar stuff like oh see this bag or these shoes in your space and you can see like a an ar yes. version of a pair of shoes that you want to buy correct you can fake fake put them on your feet how useful that is to like how they fit or what they actually look like currently i'd say it's just kind of a novelty yeah as not the, the rendering engines become more realistic it's not going to help with the fit, but it'll give you an idea of what it looks like. Um, so I think it'll just, it'll be less grand. I think most of those things, it's like there's this big sort of space futuristic idea and then it just becomes more mundane and just sort of part of your thing. Like I have, I don't know if you've ever used like Google pay, but I use Apple pay like, cause I don't have to get out my wallet and yeah, it's the same, pay I'm paying phone. the same way. It's more seamless, but 
it's you know, I'm using a virtual card, but it doesn't feel like it. It just it's just a different way to do something that I was already doing. I'm like not, you said, I'm you would know the balance. <laughs> I'm not going to a, a virtual store and using my virtual card. I'm going to a real right. sto- store and using my and using virtual card just in place of using my physical credit card. Sure. Because it's more convenient. And like when I was in Japan a couple of years ago, they have an app. It's called Suica that you can, because um, I was riding the subway there and I was asking our friend Ricky, like, how do I buy tickets for this thing? Cause none of the <laughs> machines, first of all, they were in Japanese. And even when you press like the English button, could not understand what the fuck they were talking right. about. Rough translation. Uh, because I didn't, I didn't know the system well enough, but um, he's like, download this app and you can put money on that from a credit card. Um, and then they had sort of a, like an NFT, not NFT, sorry. Uh, what's it called? The, uh, like the near EBT? field. Or, Oh, no, oh, the RFD, like a, RFD, radio frequency. RFID. No, it's not that. It's something else. But anyway, it's okay. like basically you just you have to, if you have the app open, you can just sort of walk up to the like subway entrance and it would automatically deduct a dollar gotcha. eighty or whatever the ride was from your phone. You didn't have to like you didn't have to Get engage out. in like Apple yeah. Pay or even like open the app. It just sort of the near field communicate NFC. That's what it is. Near oh, okay, field NFC. communication. Sure would read that and you'd it would let you through the the turnstile. Yeah. Um I forget what my point was about this. Oh, it's just a no idea. A kind of like it was a more seamless transaction and, and kind of a a f- like it wasn't a physical ticket. I bought a basically a virtual ticket. But yeah. they th- I think those kind of things where hardware and software meet like it's really mundane and boring, but it's also kind of awesome because you can just hold your phone up to this reader. And it's not like scanning a QR code. It's just like having your phone near it and it picked up on it and just deducted it from your account. I mean, look, I I remember 20 years ago, 25 years ago, watching some video where a guy walked through a grocery store, put 15, 20 items in his cart, walked through what at that point looked like a typical airport scanner and it total it all up and charged him at the same time and he left. And I was like, this will never happen in my lifetime. And now <laughs> those Amazon stores exist or the, is it Amazon? Or no, yeah. The, the, yeah, those Amazon stores exist. And, and that's, that's taking off because you don't have to pay a person to do that. And in the building where my company still has their offices on the main floor, there's, it's called Russell's. There's a convenience store and, it's the same thing. Like, so it's, it's here. I thought it would never happen yeah. in my lifetime and now it's here and that it's only going to become more prevalent and it's exact same technology. Like you were talking about either. I love how you said it first near, what'd you say? The near NRC. I said NFTs, but it was NFCs. I was NFC, like, like, I was like, but you said it and then you're like, Oh, and then you said the acronym, which is hilarious. <laughs> the, the actual words came to you first. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's going to become more and more prevalent just because of convenience. All of this shit is because yeah, of convenience. Totally. The metaverse is not because of convenience. That's just. But I feel like a lot the of the stuff factor. they're promising, yeah, uh, in the metaverse will end up being watered down or more yes. mundane and execute as a convenience thing. Because people, I agree. Because then 100%. people that are our age, who are now our parents' age, like when right. this finally rolls around, or maybe it's shorter <laughs> than that. Hopefully not that um, long, but yeah. We'll be like, we'll be like, oh yeah, that this makes sense to me. I'm not going to 
go into a puffy purple cloud world, but I, if I can, right. if I don't have to take my wallet out and I can automatically buy these groceries, then I'm down with this or whatever. Right. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of which, they have a similar thing at Sam's. It's not quite as seamless as like Amazon, but you can open the Sam's app, scan all your things, and then you walk through this like checkout line and it prints out a receipt for you. And actually, That's I don't think cool. it does. I think you just show you, you just show your receipt on your phone and they check it at, you know, typically at like Sam's or Costco. They they check when you leave. Check mm-hmm. a few items to see. But you can do that so you don't have to wait in line and have somebody else check you out. So you said you're scanning using your phone as you're shopping. You're, yeah, you use your phone and you scan everything in an app. And then my wife also has an app for one of the, a local grocery store, which actually has a physical scanner that you check out. You scan yeah. everything, and then you take the scanner to a self-checkout. It reads the scanner, and then you just pay for it and go. That's pretty she cool. likes doing that because you can, if you take your own bags, you can bag all your groceries and they're just bagged in your cart and you just leave. as you're going. Yeah. 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 That's a giant grocery store for those in the mid Atlantic. If you want to try that out, check it out. Giant proud sponsor of tonight's pod. I just, I, my, my, my thought on all of this and then we'll, I didn't realize we're already at 90 minutes. We'll wrap up. But my thought on all of this is, there's always going to be some level, and this not this is not the metaverse. I'm speaking specifically about this self-scan shit. There's always going to be some level of of thievery that's happening. I feel like it's getting better at preventing that, but at the same time, and and so so. Oh yeah, the giant thing you could definitely steal. I think they're just assuming like five percent theft or something but, with that. But and and apparently one of my coworkers talked to the security guards. So who knows how reliable this information is, but in the example of the, it's, it's a small little convenience store. It just has, you know, snacks and beverages and stuff. Um, apparently they said, but even the loss that we would have or that we expect from people stealing is still more cost beneficial to us than actually having an employee there Pay, than paying someone to, for 10 hours a day, which is, it's cra- yeah. I mean, you know, look, minimum wage in, in Denver is 15 bucks. So yeah, 150 bucks, probably p- plus potential benefits. I don't know if they think they're not losing that in a day, then they're right. It's worth it. Now, obviously you have to pay someone to come in at least an hour a day to restock the shelves and do all that sort of shit. But um, I, I think that's going to be more prevalent in situations like that. And I know there's a there's a similar thing in the Denver airport too, where it's an unmanned little you know thing to pick up knickknacks and and snacks for your flight, and it's the same thing. They just you 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 have to scan it yourself, and you could theoretically they're they're just trusting the goodwill of the citizens walking through the airport, which is it, it's insane to me. Like I I'm I would pay because I have a conscience, but. Is it 98 out of 100 people that would pay? Is it 90? Is it 85? I don't know. At some point, I'd you start it's people... It's probably like between 90 and 100. I would not assume. 100, but... It's not 100. Well, you uh, you said that you would pay. You're as, you're as devious as anyone else I know. I'm so the worst person I know. If, but there are people worse than me. If you're not going to steal, then most people aren't going to steal, I'd say. I, I guess so. But there's no, like, there's, no back, there's no backstop for that. It's not like, well, you walk in, they scan your wallet... Or fuck, maybe they do. I don't know. And like, they can charge you later if you try to walk out there stealing shit. It's not that sophisticated yet, but I feel like eventually that'll happen. Like, if you walk into a place like that and try to grab a bag of combos and a Coke Zero and walk out, 
If you didn't pay for it, they would charge you. They'd find a way to identify you either through your cell phone or your wallet, and they'd see what you grabbed, and they could scan that when you left. And if you didn't pay, they'd, they'd find a way to to make you pay. Fuck you up. I don't think that's far off. I think we're almost there. So it Will Smith smack your ass straight they'd, out they, the That's right. They'd fucking lean back with that nine hundred that nine thousand dollar suit and slap the shit out of you. That nine thousand dollar tux. And uh, actually, who am I kidding? He didn't pay for it. That was given to him. Anyway, yeah, he was right. dressed. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah he was he was given his clothes. So that's my thoughts on the metaverse. I don't even know if I even said anything, but I my thoughts is I've put no thought into it. I know it exists. I know it's a thing. I hear that term. Ten years from now, we might be laughing about this conversation because it might be as as universal as you know as, as Coke and McDonald's. I don't know. Yeah, it might be. But we'll have to wait and see. That's something to look forward to, the future. And you can also look forward Ten to... Ten years us, onward in the, the yeah. bro pod. You can look forward to us still talking about this 10 years from now. older and even more out of touch in 10 years. <laughs> What's the internet? What? Huh? What? Man, imagine. In 10 years... Think about this, Todd. In 10 years, you'll have a daughter hopefully graduating or have graduated college and one just starting college how terrifying is that 10 right? years when do you graduate college in 20 when you're 21 oh i thought they were 11 and 8 are they 10 and 7 i don't know i can't keep track they're 10 and 7 they're 10 All right. 10 and 7 you'll I have one in, in 10 years she'll be nearing her 21st birthday okay and the other, one will, be, the other one will be the other one will have decided what college she's going to and we'll be preparing for it. She'll be gra- she'll be a graduating senior in April of ten years from now. No. Yes. Right. Okay. No. She'll no. Be she'll a, be a, a junior. Rising senior. Whatever. Fuck. I don't know, man. Who? I, who knows? I, kids. Kids are, are Doogie Housering it nowadays. They're graduating at sixteen because you can take fucking nine classes in a semester and then take nine in the, in the spring semester too. I feel like they're graduating a lot earlier. Yeah. No. They'll be planning. She'll be planning her gap year. <laughs> that's possible too heading to Amsterdam to travel abroad on the money that dad put away in an IUL yeah definitely <laughs> not, not cash to be out one of my with, two stocks yeah when he <laughs> <laughs> or the gift that her uncle so uh, was so nice to give her of, of bitcoin which has turned into a million dollar nest egg that she wait did you give her bitcoin I don't think so no, but I I heard that's a good thing to do. Like that's a good gift. Although again, based on the money management skills we talked about earlier in this podcast, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? It might as well be Roblox cash. Actually, that I shouldn't give that to her because she'd figure out a way to turn it into Roblox cash, and she'd blow it all in skins instead of letting cash it grow. It yeah, yeah, that's a really bad idea. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, no Bitcoin gifts for my nieces. Noted. Um, give it to anyway. me. I already got you a top shot that I still can't fucking figure out how to even give you. Yeah, I was about to say. Almost a year on. <laughs> spent money on a gift for me last year that never materialized. I mean, it's it never still would there. materialize because it's an imaginary It exists. Thing, I can yes, tell you what it is. In, not in my possession. You can look at it. I should look. I actually, I should has look the, that up. Has the value gone up? You should see if it's I was just about to say, I should look that up. It. Maybe that's a tease for our next podcast, which could be in two days. I will have the answer to what does... What is Todd's Damian Lillard top shot gift that I can, cannot figure out how was? to get to him? What is it worth? It might be worth less. 
It could be worth oodles more. I'll have to go to the exchange. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't listened or haven't looked into uh, Top Shot recently, so I'm curious. If uh, yeah, I can check it out here. After we get out there, let, let let's fucking end this though. We're 96 minutes in. All right. Um. Okay. So thank you for listening to tonight's pod, April 7th, 2022. For one more minute for Todd, and for two more hours for me. Um, we may record again here in a couple of days. So, but whatever you'll you you won't hear that for a while. Um, maybe we can do a a full, just hour pod of of Dear Todd. Over the Ooh. weekend, that'd nice. be easy to upload. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll we'll talk off the air. Figure that. Figure out the logistics. Since Todd will be in New York City eating some paste picante sauce next week, so enjoy your trip there. Um. Don't spend too much stuff time in Times Square, and don't let your kids hug any of the Elmo characters or Spider-Man characters because they're all fucking homeless people and they might stab Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, that's right. Um, but you anyway. know, originally he was a Jewish character or created by a Jewish creator, so it was Spider-Man. There you go. Hi yo. Um, so we thank you for listening. Check us out. Shoot us an email: thebropodnetwork at gmail uh, check us out on Instagram and Twitter, the underscore bro underscore pod. Um, and yeah, we're all over the place. We're in the metaverse, baby. We need to create some uh, some bro pod NFTs. Get on that. You're a fucking artsy type. Fucking make some NFTs. We'll sell them for like 100 ETH yeah. and then we can both retire. Make it happen. People <laughs> are doing... Hit people, an audience for people are, NFTs. People are passing gas in jars and selling them for 20 grand. I feel like we can create a bro pod NFT and... At least get some get some hype behind it. I don't. I think there are fees associated with minting an NFT. So, well, look into it. You brought up metaverse, and so now it's on you. The onus oh, is shit. on you. Yeah, that was yeah. your first and last mistake. Anyway, so as always, we thank you for joining us this evening. We thank you for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace. Peace.